0: another MLEX podcast. I'm Anna Reiko, Managing Editor for MLEX's London Bureau. Today we'll be discussing the EU's new sweeping data protection rules that will come into force at the end of May. The GDPR will significantly boost European citizens' data privacy rights and empower them to stand up to those that misuse their intimate information. National data protection regulators in the EU will also get new powers, including the ability to fine offenders up to 20 million euros or 4% of their global turnover. I'm joined by Vesla Glediceva, a Senior Technology Correspondent in London. Vesla will take us through what companies should expect, the risks they are facing, in short, what's at stake with the GDPR. Hi Vesla. Hi Anna. Vesla, these really are the four letters on everyone's mind because there's a lot at stake, correct? Absolutely. The GDPR is becoming a mainstream um,
1: topic and a very clear l- illustration uh, of this is that I'm now hearing more and more um, people talk about the GDPR on the London
0: Metro Network. Oh, really? So you're coming into work and people are, are concerned, they're discussing, do yes. they look worried? or
1: More and more, yeah, absolutely. They, they, they say this is around the corner, we need to act on it.
0: So it's, it's on everybody's mind. Um, can you take us through the main risks that companies will face after May 25th?
1: Well, we know that enforcement cases and litigation will come from two directions, national regulators and citizens or consumer civil society groups. The GDPR gives data protection authorities in the EU vast new powers. Regulators can open investigations into alleged infringers, either on their own initiative or in response to complaints. And disputes in turn can end up before national or even EU courts. There's also the threat of direct legal action by individuals or civil society groups before domestic courts. This could include collective actions in some EU states, depending on how governments incorporate the GDPR into
0: their national laws. So the, the European law will come into force on the 25th of May, but my understanding is that in some countries the law hasn't really been implemented into the rule books. Where do we stand at this point? Um, You're right, Anna. As of a month
1: ago, only two European countries had implemented the GDPR, and that's uh, Austria and Germany. Um, So if if the other countries are late, that will likely result in uh, uncertainty for companies because um, they, of course, need to follow national national rules uh, as well as the uh,
0: central GDPR text. So they will sort of assume that these new laws will be enforced but also continue to enforce the old ones. That's quite tricky.
1: Yes, that seems to be the case. Uh, and, and obviously, it remains to be seen whether EU countries uh, will respect the final May 25th deadline. Uh, it seems like... The national implementation laws are at various stages with the national parliaments. Um, so there's uh, two months to go and then we'll have to see
0: where things stand then. Maybe they, they just need a little bit of pressure to, to cram it all and, and, and get it out the door. So with the new GDPR there is likely going to be cases that spill over borders. Mm-hmm. And the, the rules they predict that there will be a cooperation mechanism, that it is overseen by new bodies. How far are these structures in place at this point in time?
1: Well, this is a responsibility by the EU uh, privacy regulators. So they're working very hard right now to to, uh, put in place the necessary technology and processes to to cooperate on enforcement cases uh, by May 25th. The idea is that the regulator in the the country of the company's main headquarters leads investigations on cross-border cases, Um, I think regulators have been trying to resolve certain conundrums uh, such as which national uh, watchdog should handle local complaints alleging that companies violated the data protection rights
0: uh, of individuals in a specific country. So let's look a little bit ahead, you know, once all the national laws are in place and the data protection authorities are are up and running. how? uncompromising do you think they will be at imposing high fines and force companies to to change the way that they process um, data?
1: Well we've heard from many data protection authorities uh, in the EU that they won't expect businesses to be 100% compliant with the GDPR on day one. Um, the French regulator and outgoing uh, chairwoman of the umbrella group of EU privacy regulators, Isabelle Fal recently said that in uh, that May 25th isn't um, actually an absolute deadline and the regulators expect a, a gradual learning curve. So there will be understanding as long as, of course, uh, companies continue to comply with um, existing data protection principles while adapting to the new concepts.
0: That's quite a, a tricky message saying this isn't really a hard deadline and yet it is. Yes,
1: yes, yes, I think so. But we will probably see some national regulators, at least at the beginning, issue simply warnings mm. to, to companies um, to remind them um, what they need to, to do to be in line with the GDPR. So, how do you think regulators will take to the task of enforcing these rules? So, I, I think that will depend on largely two factors. One is regulators allocated resources, so budgets, staff numbers, infrastructure and whether any levied fines will go back to the regulators pockets or to the national treasuries. So we can imagine a scenario where if if a national regulator hasn't been granted adequate budget to effectively perform its new tasks, and at the same time where uh, the national law stipulates that any levied fines go towards the regulator's budget, then the regulator might well be tempted to, to hit uh, companies with, with large fines. And and just briefly, the other factor I think um, in in the likelihood of a, of a regulator reaching for significant fines lies with its willingness to, to change its existing enforcement culture. Because uh, in, in some countries, like in Belgium today, Regulators don't have the power to to impose fines, so the ability to do so under the GDPR would be would represent a very
0: big jump. So actually, we could find ourselves in a in a scenario where there will be differences in the way that regulators across Europe implement these rules and enforce the fines, even though mm-hmm. this was supposed to be a unifying project.
1: I think so, indeed, because um, actually, member states have have the freedom to to tailor the GDPR to their domestic circumstances in in a number of areas, such as employee data processing uh, or or the age at which online services should seek parental consent when dealing with children. So I I think companies are actually expecting um, to face differences in in national implementations.
0: We've talked a lot about the fines that the companies face from the regulators, but there's a separate risk of individuals or pressure groups taking companies to court for lawsuits for damages. Um, We've seen a few cases in the UK recently of of damages actions due to data breaches, but do you think this trend could increase with the GDPR?
1: I think so, but uh, it will mainly depend on how national governments implement once again the GDPR, because they have the leeway to uh, decide whether or not to give, uh, to allow non for profit organizations to act of their own accord uh, against privacy infringers. Um, however, I don't think that will open the door to unlimited class action type lawsuits because of certain protections at the same time in, in the GDPR.
0: It won't be sort of a US style class action damages?
1: No, I think um, no, that won't be the case.
0: And just turning to, to the provisions in the rules, um, I imagine there will be a lot of debate about you know, certain legal concepts um, in the text that you know, are open to interpretation. What do you think is going to be the focus of these challenges? I would expect data breaches uh, and
1: companies' failure to report them within 72 hours uh, to be high up on the
0: list. 72 hours, that's a really short period of time. Yes, and and this is one of
1: the the strictest um, obligations companies will need to respect uh, in the GDPR. But I also reckon that some of the six possible legal bases for processing personal information might trigger disputes. So, for example, it won't always be clear what constitutes a company's so-called legitimate interest
0: to handle personal uh, data. And we know lawyers love to discuss these points. Um, Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, on a, just a little wager here, on a scale from 1 to 10, how likely do you think companies will get themselves involved in serious enforcement action? Well, let me just say 5, because I don't actually think that offenders
1: will face the immediate threat of fines in most EU countries. Um, a few regulators might rush to hand out fat fines, But most will lean more towards uh, mediating soft uh, settlements. In the long run, uh, I think we can expect more national cases to reach judges at the EU Court of Justice in Luxembourg, which will have to sculpt these precise rules that should apply to certain areas of the
0: law. Vesta, thank you very much for sharing your insight on the GDPR. For our listeners, if you would like to read more about it, you can take a look at the stories below or log into www.mlex.com, or follow us on Twitter at mlexexclusive for our latest coverage. That's all from us in London today. I'm Anna Rego, Mlex's Managing Editor here, and I'm joined by Vesla Galadiceva, Senior Technology Correspondent. Thanks for listening and see you soon.